It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat, blood, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold, timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. These are the rules of the arena. Welcome back, everybody, to Rules of the Arena podcast. This is episode 23. It's been a while since we've been in the studio. Uh, March is a little bit crazy. We had St. Patrick's Day, and then also uh, we've been doing a lot of work for a new show called Dear America. Uh, You can keep up to date with that and look out for the launch date. On Facebook and Instagram, you can find the handle under Dear America Podcast. This episode is made possible by Blind Studios, where you can find this show. And in case you get sick of hearing my voice, you can also check out other shows such as Department of Offense, Homebrew Bound, Soundwave, and Legends of Lothos. And this is also brought to you by Duck Hill Workshop, a small-scale sawmill and builders of fine furniture. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, at Duck Hill Workshop. Uh, And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can watch episodes of Workshop Wednesday and In the Shop with Ben and Glenn. Today in studio, I'm joined by now producer Ben, Grandpa Ben, and co-host Casey. We had a little bit of a role change this uh, week. No, I feel like Ben is still the co-host and producer. No, you changed chairs. It's completely different. No, 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 no. So I'm what's in happening? The seat of power. He, I'm training. It's very important because I'm going to be gone for a month, and I don't want to leave you stranded. Mostly, I just don't want to leave Carlos with this job. <laughs> and more importantly, uh, we're joined in the studio with Kirk, uh, local owner of the local and one of my personal favorite restaurants in the Hudson, Wisconsin area, Patty Ryan's Irish Pub. Kirk, thanks for coming down. Yeah, thanks for having me, Gordon. This is great. Uh, just introduce yourself to a little bit to, for people listening. Sure. Uh, my name is Kirk Miller. Um, like Gordon just said, uh, I own Patty Ryan's Irish Pub off of Exit 4 in Hudson. Uh, I have for about two and a half years now with uh, my wife, Jackie, and um, yeah, having a good time, working a lot, Uh, excited to be here, and uh, I'm from central Wisconsin, so uh, Wisconsin guy through and through, and uh, I love what I do, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no problem. And it looks like you you survived another St. Patrick's Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real uh, slow day. Well, yeah, you know we uh, we served about a thousand people. Um, oh in, wow! On Saturday and Sunday combined, um, which was fantastic. When it's all over, um, <laughs> when you're going through it, you uh, really don't have time to come up for air. But. Uh, it is our Super Bowl. Can we 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 talked about that earlier? Can we even say that? Uh, so uh, it is our big game. If, it is if our big game. If somebody tries to sue me out of oblivion, I'll actually be yeah. kind of impressed yeah. and happy. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, that means I'm on a radar. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, it is our uh, busiest holiday of the year, obviously, at being an Irish pub, and um, yeah, survival is uh, what we try to do because it is. Uh, it's madness. We do about a week's worth of business in about 10 hours. Jesus. And you guys do a stripped-down menu for that too, right? Yes. Um, and this year we really stripped it down. Um, obviously, corned beef is the main seller. Um, we actually um, put a new thing on the menu this year, so you could get the corned beef and cabbage traditional dinner. Uh, we, we, we called it the St. Patty's Day, the Patty Ryan's plate. Um, it, was was the, awesome. it was the corned beef and cabbage. 
and then you got a piece of the Irish sausage and a piece of beer battered cod. So for those that were hungry, we sold about 60 of those. I am now hungry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was one of the 60. Um, we, we, we actually we, we had a contest on Facebook that week, um, and we just showed a picture of all the, uh, not all of the, because that wouldn't have fit in the picture, but a lot of the corned beef that we were cooking, and uh, we had people guess the amount of corned beef that we made for that week, and whoever got closest and then shared and liked the post got a $10 gift card and... Uh, Somebody won, but the actual answer was 450 pounds. Jesus. Wolf. Wow. And so that sounds crazy. Yes. That's that, a cow. That, that's a lot of... <laughs> that's like yeah. half a cow. That's, uh, that's a lot of food, but to me, the craziest thing was on Monday evening. So St. Patty's Day was Sunday, um, obviously. On Monday evening, at the end of dinner, we had six pounds left. <laughs> so <laughs> we planned that out. That's insane. very yeah. well. I won't even say very well, but that was that was that's pure luck. So, now you said you you and your wife have owned it now for about two and a half years. I mean, yeah. did you originally go to school with the intent of owning a business or owning a restaurant for that matter? <laughs> no, there there was zero intention in my <laughs> life, or zero thought, or even zero zero interest in owning a restaurant. And even that was never on my radar. Um, I actually went to school for broadcasting. Believe it or not, sports broadcasting. I love sports, but uh, oh, so you're just gonna put us all to shame now? I <laughs> no, no, actually, no, I'm not. Um, I, I love sports, but I I found that uh, working in sports every single day, um, I started not wanting to watch sports, and I hated that. So I needed to do something else. Um, it was it was a job, and I didn't want it to be a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I've just kind of had the marketing background, I guess, and uh, worked some different jobs in the area. Um, and I started working at Patty Ryan's for the previous owner, he and he and his wife. And uh, it just came to be where they were uh, going to sell eventually. And I believe his his hope all along was to sell to somebody familiar, because I believe they wanted to keep it Patty Ryan's the whole entire time, which I completely understand. And um, uh, for whatever reason, he came to me, and um, I thought it was just too good of an opportunity to pass up. And uh, I still feel that way. Um, there are some, there are sometimes some days that I go, <laughs> "What in the hell was I thinking?" <laughs> um, if you, uh, if my wife was sitting next to me, she'd probably say the same thing because uh, we don't get to see each other too much. Um, so it's tough, but uh, it's part of the deal, and. Uh, I, want, I don't want to do anything else. So I love it, but it's tough. And one of our customers actually told me if it was easy, anybody would do it. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, kind of feel that way too. How much convincing did it take your wife to just <laughs> jump in on this? Well, um, let's see. When uh, this, might pe- this might make people think I'm even crazier. Um, we took over Patty Ryan's 10 days after our son was born. So first kid or second? Well, first for us. Okay. I have a I have an eight year old daughter with my uh, starter marriage. So uh, <laughs> that's a good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, but funny story about that. Um, my son was born in uh, right before Christmas, and we were taking over two days after Christmas. So um, myself and the previous owner were getting things getting 
you know, dotting our I's, crossing our T's, so to speak, with everything from getting utilities changed over, making sure I had the proper liquor licenses and whatnot. And um, we had to do a lot of that the week prior to taking over. We just brought my son home from the hospital, and uh, I told my wife, hey, you know what, I'll just, uh, on my way to the restaurant, I'll take our car through the car wash. I'll get it washed. She's like, okay, that'd be great. So the previous owner, he gives me a call, and we're talking, we're talking, and I'm at Quick Trip right over here in River Falls, and the car wash, and all of a sudden I talking to him, I look behind, and I'm looking at the car wash, and the second garage door on the car wash is closing. I literally drove right through the car wash and did not stop to get my car wash. <laughs> um, so I was a little delirious at the time, um, but uh, I think the funniest part was I went into the gas station and the, the uh, lady working said, oh, did you forget something? I'm like, yeah. I'll take another code to get it washed, please. So, um, <laughs> um, but uh, um, my wife re- really didn't take much convincing. Um, she's been very supportive. Uh, she's my number one fan. Um, she's listening right now. I think. I don't know. Um, love you, honey. Um, anyway, um, but uh, no, we're uh, we're definitely a team, and uh, I wouldn't want it any other way. So. No, then so backtrack a little bit. I mean, how did you get into the restaurant business? I mean, did you start at Patty Ryan's? Was that the first gig, or did you come from well, somewhere else? Um, let's see. It's not my first restaurant I've ever worked in. Um, I worked at a place, actually in Woodbury, um, when I lived with some buddies after college. Um, it's now called Ray J's, I believe. Um, used to be called Awadas, and I just worked there like running food bar back and stuff like that and it was just a job but then um i was just looking for some extra money when um my oldest daughter that i spoke of a little bit ago um she and i were living in river falls and i had not yet uh, met my wife uh, my current wife and uh i just applied to work at patty ryan just to make a little extra money and um i started working there and i and i loved it i loved the people there and uh some of the people when I started working, are still there working for me, believe it or not. Oh wow! So, um, yeah, that's impressive. Like, an ownership change can really shake up an organization. You know what? It, it can. And um, to be honest, I wasn't very uh, not outgoing, but I guess very um, didn't make a huge announcement about it. Um, just happened to be. Monday night, I worked as a server for the owner. Tuesday night, people were serving and working for me. Um, so it just worked that way. And then people um, just kind of caught wind of it, I guess, word of mouth. And then they would ask me, and, you know, I wasn't going to be dishonest and, you know, just tell them. And um, I just feel with such a good reputation that Patty Ryan's has um, or had at the time, I didn't want to take any shot at having that preconceived notion of a new owner coming in oh they're completely changing the stuff we love um because uh with a good reputable uh food menu and and drink menu and um you know experience for people uh we would be pretty foolish to make any really big changes and we really haven't Uh, we've changed a couple things um here and there but a lot of things that we've changed people really haven't noticed 
I have noticed a new few new faces since I moved up north, and yeah. I came down. One of your one of the new waitresses came up behind me and said, "Sir, can I help you find anything?" And I didn't think I, I thought <laughs> she's talking to an actual customer. And I'm like, and she tasked me on the, "Sir, can I help you?" Gee, don't call me sir, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that is a uh, that is a tough thing that uh, you know. I guess uh, one of the biggest struggles with me, as far as you know, not being used to being an owner of a place, never done it, is that. Uh, um, anyone can attest to with anything that they put their heart and soul into is that, um, you know, it never shuts off mentally. So I'm, I'm always thinking like, what can we do better? Is, was this okay? Is this, is this, you know, what we want it to be? Are we meeting people's expectations? So even something as little as, you know, people calling you, sir, <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to call you, sir. From now on. I really am. I, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> sir Gordon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sir Gordon. Sir. Rolling the Game of Thrones. <laughs> sir Gordon. The blue collar class. Yeah. See, you've drank the poison we gave you. I don't. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we will get um, some people that come in and. I will be working or one of our senior servers who they recognize for years, um, they will come up to us and say, oh, it's nice to see somebody we know. So uh, changeover can be a um, unfortunate thing sometimes, but with this business, um, uh, I have the, the notion and my wife does too, that uh, unfortunately the people that work at the restaurant now, I mean, it's a fact um, that they won't be working there when, we decide to sell the restaurant someday or five, 10 years from now. That's just the way it is. I mean, it's not, people don't go to school to be a server. <laughs> so <laughs> They're uh, a server because they're probably going to school. Well, right, exactly. <laughs> it seems like you guys have a, a longer, I guess, what's like, it's a bad word, but like shelf life of your like retention. You, retention. That's like, you have a longer retention than a lot of people in like, than like the servers at Perkins or whatever. Like, is, do yeah. you have a secret to that, or is it just uh, they just like it's just a really great place to work? Or well, um, I, I would think the uh, you know the ownership he's a really nice guy. Um, <laughs> no, I mean I, I, I've heard that from a completely unbiased source. So. <laughs> um, no, I, I would like to say it's a great place to work, um, but uh, honestly, I feel a lot of it has to do with. Our customers, um, the customers that come in, it, it is a very uh, familiar atmosphere experience for people. Um, we get a lot of the same people, um, so they get to know each other, and I think it's just a uh, win-win for both the customers and the servers. And um, I also think uh, part of it, how we staff, uh, we're a little different than other restaurants because we're a family restaurant. We're smaller. Um, quite simply, I, I, I can't afford, and... I wouldn't be able to retain a lot of servers if I had five of them working on a Wednesday night. Um, that's why there's only two people working. So they're going to make a pretty good amount of money, even if we don't have a lot of people come through the door. Okay. Because, um, you know, they're they're getting half of the restaurant as far as sales and tips and whatever you have, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but... Uh, I think I'm a I'm a pretty laid back guy, um, and we actually we put our schedule out a month in advance, uh, so people know for a whole month now in April when they're working. Um, I'm pretty respectful of people's life outside of work. Um, if stuff's going on, you know, I usually fill in or someone else does. So 
I like to say it's a whole multitude of things that really helps us keep people. So then for you, you know, being the owner and, and kind of the face of the restaurant, I mean, what's a day, to, what's a day in the life of your position look like? <laughs> um, wow. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess, you know, the, the cliche of no day is the same. Um, it's kind of like that. Um, uh, sometimes I'll have a plan on what I want to do when I get there, and I walk in the door, and that doesn't happen ever. <laughs> um but uh, you know, it 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 is a um, it is kind of a, a cycle with the with the restaurant. It it kind of runs like on a Monday to Sunday type of deal, um, where you know, for example, we do our food orders and drink orders on Mondays. We get delivery on Tuesdays, and then Wednesdays and Thursdays we're ramping up for the weekend, and then Wednesday, uh, Fridays and Saturdays we hope we're hoping for a, a busy time. But as far as my day. Um, it is a it is a lot of um, checking to make sure things are done. I'll put it that way. Um, and that that was a tough thing for me when I started was that um, I'm not a very uh, confrontational guy. So when stuff wasn't getting done, I was, you know, maybe next time could you you know try to get that done. <laughs> um, but I'm also not the other way where I'm gonna embarrass somebody. So. Um, that's been a learning experience, putting systems in place, make sure things are done. But, uh, yeah, I mean, truly no day is the same. Um, and, uh, honestly, I'm still getting the hang of it. I'm two and a half years in, and I'm finding new things every week that are helping me hopefully succeed. So, well, I think it takes three years to settle into anything, whether it's owning a business or a new position or, yeah. Yeah. It's like three years to hit your stride. Yeah. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've had to face so far? Hmm. Well, I would say um, one of the things, and uh, I, I talked about this in the in, um, Casey show, was um, uh, a uh, is our location can be can be a problem sometimes. Especially for for new people or people that kind of are, are unaware that we're there, um, we feel once we get you in the door and we can get you to come back again, we we got you to come back because we feel our product speaks for itself. Um, so there is that. Um, I guess um, another big challenge is um, just the the business side of the restaurant. Um, you know, always fighting with, oh, hey, let's let's do this. Let's try this. Hey, should we try this? And you almost kind of got to slow your brain down a little bit to just do what you're good at and people will come. And it is uh, it's hard not to compare yourself with other restaurants, especially when you drive by and you're like, oh, my God, they're so busy. Are we going to be busy? Man, I hope people come through the door. Um, so it's that. And then... Uh, um, just finding, you know, adequate staff, which we have, and our, our, our staff is wonderful, and uh, we wouldn't um, have a restaurant without them, and, uh, you know, I'm really appreciative of them, but, uh, you know, finding those people is hard, and then hanging on to them is a priority, so we're just trying to do that every day. You know, trying out new things, I mean, what's the, you know, if you're trying a new, a new din- dinner menu, 
uh, you know, what's the timetable that you put on there before you say, okay, yes, it worked, or we're keeping it, or right. scratch it, what's the next idea? Right. Um, well, um, a thing that we've, that's really helped us is that um, we have a regular menu, but then on the weekends we do features or specials, um, and we usually do things Lobster that... Lobster Mac, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't keep that in-house this past weekend, so... Um, but we'll try something as a special or, you know, and to be quite honest, um, if there's some regulars in and we know them, we'll just say, hey, we're trying this. Do you mind trying? Can you try this and tell me what you think? Um, because we take their opinions very seriously. And because, um, you know, those are the people that are going to buy our food. They're, they're our best advertisers, mm-hmm. our regulars. So, um, but it is a process. Um, we actually are. Uh, um, I guess edit, editing, I guess would be the right word, uh, our, our current menu. Um, you know, I've read that uh, a good restaurant is changing their menu, um, changing things in and out, you know, three times a year, which I hear that and I'm just completely overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> but um, we've started the process and we're probably going to have something in place here um, still this spring, um, bringing some things in that have worked and then um, as a business decision, just taking things off that simply aren't, people aren't buying. And, uh, you know, we can always put stuff back on and, and whatnot. It's not a, it's not a definitive decision on things, but, you know, we want to give people what they want. That's our job. Um, we're not just going to put something on a menu that, oh, it sounds cool. It sounds Irish and nobody's <laughs> going to buy it. I mean, that's Wait, ridiculous. So- I'm not going to see a full Irish with black pudding anytime soon, is what you're saying. Well, <laughs> you know what? We should start a suggestion box and see how many, <laughs> see how many of those uh, slips of paper say that, and then it's just either like Casey or C <laughs> or something. It's like, wow. Only one person wants blood pudding. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, honest, honest question: Is there an item on your like on your standard dinner menu that is your go-to? Like, is there a favorite item of yours on there? Oh, without a doubt. Um, so it is our we we call it our Jameson marinated medallions. Oh God, those are so good. <laughs> so um, first of all, to break it down, so. It's steak, for all of you out there that are listening, hopefully. Um, so not only is it just steak, but it's, it's, it's the cut of steak. It's, it's a terrace major cut, which is almost like a, it's like a poor man's filet, to my understanding. Um, and we buy it, and we get it in, and it's already trimmed, per se, but we trim it even more, so there's no fat on it whatsoever. Oh, wow. And then uh, the kicker is the marinade. So the marinade, we marinated in garlic, butter, and Jameson. And it sits in there until you order it. <laughs> and then when you order it, we grill it to what you can get it as, as rare as you want it or as well as you want it. Please don't get it well done. Um, but uh, it is by far our top seller, and it has been since I've worked there for the previous owner. It is unbelievable. There's been um, times when I've been there when it's been sold out. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll do the Jameson medallion, the box tea. The box tea. I have well. a weak spot for that. Why'd you ruin that with so many potatoes? Because <laughs> like it's Irish. 
We're start, I'm still trying to figure out a way to somehow get a potato on our Bloody Mary, but I haven't figured it out. <laughs> can put t- little tater tots on there on the I skewer. Just, ser- Ooh, just serve it in a hollowed out potato. There you go. <laughs> I don't think they're go. very watertight. Yummy. <laughs> Stuffed peppers, you're on the bench. <laughs> yeah, take it fast. <laughs> So no the the medallions are we get new people uh, if we get new people in which we do every week it's it, I I feel like I I meet uh, somebody that has never been before and um, if they haven't ordered the medallions um, I highly recommend them getting them next time they come in and um, those that have had it you know they're they're amazing. They they really are. I don't I don't know what it is that um, you know how how they came about or whatever. But uh, I'm I'm very glad they're on our menu. And there was a two year stretch where uh, before every show, Carlos and I would go to Patty Ryan's for <laughs> uh, for lunch before the show uh, when we were doing the shows on Sundays mm. and or Saturdays Saturdays and. Uh, Carlos would every single time get the medallions. Like, <laughs> just for like two years straight, he ate medallions. Like, wow! Yeah. <laughs> and I get, I, I guess, like, like a good tradition, right? <laughs> it's a great tradition. And I guess I really didn't specify. So when I say steak, so it's it's you're getting a half a pound of steak, so it's eight ounces. Wolf. And the reason why we call them medallions is we just chop it into like four chunks, mm-hmm. four little pieces, quote unquote bite, or like you know just single bite. You're good to go. Yeah. Uh, single bite for me. Yeah. <laughs> single bite, you'd have the whole plate going. Need a little extra porcelain in my diet. <laughs> and with, I, I saw recently uh, you've added the the dart or the dart boards, and I saw the poster. You're doing dart leagues now. Uh, yeah. Well, we haven't officially started dart league, um, but yes, we've added uh, dart boards. Um, We've added the uh, the video poker machines for people to to play. Uh, we now have an ATM, um, which isn't too exciting, but it's convenient. <laughs> uh, we also have a touch tunes too that if uh, it's, just, it's just helped in our bar, honestly. Um, so if and, I roll in and just play "Don't Stop Believing" like on repeat, on um, touch we we'll sing. <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, but the, my thought was that. Um, I just wanted to bring some stuff in that would have people stay for one more beer, one more drink, um, you just need to Gordon. socialize. Sir? Yeah, you just need sir. <laughs> He'll sit at the bar. Yeah. One, more? one more? One more? Your glass is empty. One more. What are you doing? Um, don't worry, Ben. I got you another beer. <laughs> it just showed up. I don't know what happened. But the um, uh, as far as the dart leagues go, those start up in the fall. We... we uh, we put our uh, the dartboards in in January, and the dart leagues were already going on. And uh, the company that we put that who have the dartboards who put them in for us, they organize the dart leagues, and um, that will be um, starting next fall, like August September time. But we will start organizing probably June or July. Um, so our hope is to have a couple teams so that excuse me um, every Thursday, which is uh, Hudson's night for the uh, St. Croix Valley that we will have a couple dart teams every Thursday night at Penny Ryan's. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, again, being you're two and a half years deep into the venture now, I mean, what are some of the bigger rewards that you found? Um, 
one of the one of the coolest things is that I personally I um my eight year old, she's soon to be nine, um, she loves coming to work with dad when she can. And um she's already our uh see we have like four or five dishwashers she's our like sixth best dishwasher we have um but uh she will honestly um when i've had to wash dishes in a pinch she has stood there with me for like four hours washing dishes um but that's really rewarding um bringing her and she gets to see things and uh the people treat her great there um but from a business perspective really rewarding would be um when I go and ask people how, how they're doing or how things are, um, and they rave about their experience or about the food, because that's why we're there. Um, we're there to uh, give people a great experience and uh, fill them up with great food. And uh, there's nothing more rewarding to uh, get good feedback on our product. And like we touched base on Department of Defense, you know, the, the Karens. I want to speak to the manager in the world. I mean, you, you, how do you get a lot of those or complaints and how do you deal with them? Um, you know, I think honestly, I think everybody gets them. Um, you know, it, it's unfortunate and it, it's part of the deal, but um, I think also that's what makes us better. Um, how I deal with them is that um, I try to, um, if I'm there, talk to people. Um, but a lot of the times, a lot of them, a lot of them will get, will be online, your, your quote unquote, your review sites, like, you know, Yelp or TripAdvisor or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we be very upfront and we'd be very honest and, uh, you know, we apologize for any bad experience they had and hope they, uh, will grant us another attempt to, uh, you know, earn it earn us back in their good graces. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very transparent and I try to teach our people to take as much responsibility as we can. Um, you know, the old adage of the customer is always right. Um, that is complete hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> They're not always right, but they pay your salary. So um, there's a difference. Um, but at the same time, um, we try to give them what they want if we can um you know sorry to the youngsters out there we don't have macaroni and cheese um so except on certain weekends well when you can get with no i'm sorry i, I mean <laughs> i mean uh i mean we don't have the kids mac and cheese like craft we do have an unbelievable mac and cheese on our menu um with the blue lump crab is freaking outstanding the blue lump crab, the crab um, bacon. funny story mm. about that uh, i don't mean to keep to talk out of turn here, but uh, oh, no. I had we had a regular come in, and uh, we used to have our mac and cheese as a special on the weekend, like Casey just said. And uh, our mac and cheese is a little different, Ben. So it's got smoked gouda cheese, it has bacon, it has jalapeno, Ooh. so it's got a little kick. Yeah. And we serve it with a cavatappi pasta, <clears throat> which is the pigtails. Okay. Um, and one of our uh, regulars, she came in and said, "You know what?" Your mac and cheese is the second best I've ever had in my life. And I was like, wow, that's great. Thank you so much. How do we get but on the back the of my head, I'm like, what the hell? Who's got first? Yeah. <laughs> that's great, but what the hell? And then I'm like, well, 
who had the first, if you don't mind me asking? And she goes, well, it was a small outdoor cafe in Zurich, Switzerland. I went, okay, second best, not bad. <laughs> first, we'll take that. We'll take I'll take that. Country. Yeah, we'll take that. Um, We're going to beat those Swiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, take your... Uh, Our cheese doesn't have holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> Take your pocket knife and go home. <laughs> um, but uh, we actually started by running it as a summer menu item a couple years ago, and we sold 600 orders of it in three months. Wow. And we said, okay, this has to go on the menu. And it's been on the menu ever since. Um, so, yeah. And so yeah, you mentioned you bought it from a previous owner that they really kind of established the name and the the reputation and so it was without a doubt fairly easy you know a, a turnkey operation then for you yes i mean do you feel like you had an advantage of that versus if you went you know downtown hudson or even across the road and tried to build your own restaurant you know from the ground up um oh well, there's there's no question that there was an advantage to have it be turnkey and established place um uh, I'll be very frank. There's no flipping way possible I would have done it if it wouldn't have been. Um, there's no way. There's too much risk. There's, there's, it's so much work to build it up. Um, still, there's still too much. There's still so much work to build it up, mm-hmm. and it just takes a bad experience for someone, or someone's <clears throat> not having a good day, and they come in and they just get a get something they don't really like and you know it, it can it can bring us down a little bit so um but there was definitely an advantage to just walking in like i said on that tuesday and said okay i have to answer for the questions now i don't get to ask the questions so <laughs> <laughs> and you know why did you what made you want to buy you know a standalone pub like this a family-owned restaurant versus you know buying into a franchise chain of a you know a national brand um well, the I I guess I, I hadn't really looked into it to be honest with you until I purchased Patty Ryan's and um, the reason why I looked into it uh, the you know purchasing a franchise or a chain or whatever is was um, you know I was like well what is the dream scenario for us at Patty Ryan's well I I think big even though sometimes it might be a little unrealistic and I'm like well what if we would have three of these. And uh, just looking into there, there is an Irish pub. I, I can't remember where it is, but uh, there, there's a chain of them. I think it's something Brothers. Um, but it is a crap load of money um, to buy into a chain of even a fast food restaurant. Um, so um, it was just never something on the board I haven't really thought of. Um, but I'm really happy uh, with the decision of just doing this one doing this restaurant Patty Ryan's versus anything else and I was just thinking as you're you're maintaining as you're growing what are your what are your next steps what are your next goals like are you great question you mentioned that your location is a challenge yep well um I uh, the uh the next steps for us is um you know and this is one of my own faults is that I Sometimes think two grand rather than just looking right in front of me. Um, so, realistically, um, I think I want to 
I want us to continue to grow, but grow via like community involvement. Um, so being in River Falls and Hudson, getting more involved in, in the community um, with organizations. Um, we actually um, did our first annual, we did, a, um, we called it the halfway to St. Patty's Day in September. And we're going to do that every year. But this last year was our first one. And uh, we did a mac and cheese cook-off instead of a chili cook-off. We did a mac and cheese cook-off. <laughs> and uh, people just donated money to try the mac and cheese. And all that money went to um, Bridge for Youth with Disabilities in Hudson. Okay. Um, so things like that um, where we can give back, but also um, it will be a win-win for us because people are coming to our restaurant mm-hmm. to see what we do. Because I... Like I said, I still think people that live in Hudson have never been to Patty Ryan's. There are still people. So There's a lot of people in Hudson who don't get out of downtown. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Well, their car just gets stuck, stuck because of all the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Completely agree with you. It's on Friday night. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and now they got that lane closed. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Damn water. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, so, um, like, as an Irish pub, like, mm-hmm. you guys have the Guinness on. You have uh, the harp and all that. Do you... The Smithwicks. The, the Smithicks. <laughs> Who the fuck calls it Smithwicks? Okay, so... The fucking here's the, here's the rule, okay? You can come in, you can say Smithwicks... Once. One time. <laughs> okay, and then we properly... And politely tell you it's actually pronounced Smithicks. And if you say Smithwicks again and I'm there You get a course. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna wait a little while to get your beer. <laughs> I'm joking, but no that's a wish. <laughs> no, so like you, you, you have the Irish pub thing. Um yep. what do you do to like kind of keep that pub feel? Like is that a, a purely menu thing? Is that something that you actively kind of keep an eye on like as far as atmosphere like music that's playing Mm -hmm. like is that a concern um no it's not a concern um um just something from as simple as the music we play in the restaurant other than you know the touch tunes the music over the the house i guess you would call it um we play an irish pub radio over the internet so that we play that um we do like you said the the guinness the harp, the Smithwicks. Uh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I can't even listen to that. I fucking do a car in a Smithwicks. I don't know man. But some of the food we have is uh, uh, Irish pub fare or Emerald, you know, from the Emerald Isle, I guess. That's. Um, but um, to be honest, we are an Irish pub, in my opinion, we are an Irish pub concept with you know people can come in and get if they want people can come in and get a burger people love our burgers they can get you can get a burger it's a patty rinds it's not just you're not just getting potatoes and lamb and stews and you can get all that and that's fantastic uh, but at the same time if you want burgers you can get a burger i if want you, a second crack at that big patty's daddy one more time Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sir Gordon and the Big Patty's Day. 
I so, don't want to listen to that band. Well, to, give you, to give you, to give me So uh, bluegrass band starting up. Um, people are probably wondering. That was something maybe Hugh Hefner would produce. Yeah. <laughs> people are probably wondering what the heck is that. So, um, we have a burger on our menu called the Big Patty, P-A-D-D-Y, Patty Ryan's. So, uh, it is a burger with lettuce, tomato, onion. We also put a side of pulled pork, coleslaw, barbecue sauce uh, on there, and then. Um, we actually have to serve it with a steak knife through it, and then an onion ring goes on top of the bun. Uh, it's that big. But uh, Sir Gordon, the Big Patty's <laughs> Daddy Burger, is all of that that I just described, but then we add um, a side of our braised beef, a whole Irish sausage link cut in half, and then uh, one of our famous pota- boxy potato cakes, which is our mashed potatoes, uh, we put hash browns in there and then make it into, it almost looks like a potato pancake, but it's just mashed potatoes grilled uh, mm. in the shape of a pancake. All of that on a burger uh, on sourdough bread. How does one get that in their mouth? You don't um, need to. You might ask, need to uh, ask Sir Gordon. I was going to say, I think you need to change the name of the item to, to the, the Sir, Sir Gordon. Gordon. The Sir Gordon. Uh-oh. Coming this summer at Patty Ryan's, the Sir Gordon. <laughs> oh, I got my ass kicked by that burger. I was, I was just gonna order a normal patty, or big patty, and Kirk comes over. Hey, do you, uh, do you mind trying this out? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. And oh, I just Sir get Gordon, would you like this massive <laughs> mountain of food? And it's like, oh shit. You look like the kind of person that could eat this amount of food. Yeah. <laughs> that makes I me think. Don't of, know like, if that's a compliment. <laughs> I don't. How does it compare to the burger that we tried to eat at uh, Jesse James Days? That was smaller. That was smaller. <laughs> Getting that hurt. I don't, I don't remember what the hell that was called, but that was a mountain of meat. I, yeah, it was. It was like, a, I think it was a pound. It was more than that. I'm going to look it I've up. I've eaten two pounds. For those of you who aren't longtime listeners, uh, Ben is from Northfield. Minnesota, That's true. Where uh, Jesse James did the like James Younger raid. Yeah, and tried to rob the bank, was thwarted by the, the townsfolk. And they're still celebrating that 200 years later. It's the third largest outdoor celebration in the state of Minnesota. <laughs> when they almost got robbed. No, we got robbed, but we just shot them. <laughs> well, shot at them. You hit some. We, we killed half the gang. Not the important ones. Frank James, or Frank Younger, served out the rest of his life in the Stillwater prison. Yeah, yeah. Again, not the important ones. <laughs> <laughs> Getting hyper local. <laughs> And Kirk, we've talked off air a, f- a few times, and you're looking at implementing catering side of Patty Ryan's. Is that still yeah. in the pipeline? Yeah, definitely. Um, we feel our um, our product, our food, is uh, honestly, it, it's too good to keep within the four walls of Patty Ryan's. Um, we've done some parties before. Um, last year we did a grad party, um, but <laughs> believe it or not, um, it was all Italian food. Um, <laughs> so we'll do whatever people want, um, but uh, we just want to um, get outside of the restaurant and do do stuff that'll show us what that we can show them what what we can do um, and provide for them what they need. Um, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean right now that uh, 
we could cater your wedding, uh, to be honest. But uh, I foresee us starting out uh, a little smaller, like, um, you know, uh, workplace lunches and, and things like that. And uh, or like a, a takeout, you know, a delivery menu or something like that, um, because we do have a limited staff and, uh, you know, we just really don't have things in place at the moment. Um, we're hoping not this summer, but summer of 2020 that we can really start ramping up and, you know, catering people's weddings. I mean, for you, I mean, as an owner, do you then start, okay, do I hire more staff or do I just pull a couple people and I really, this is now my baby and I'm going to be in control of this? Um, kind of both. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a push and pull with the, uh, with hiring people as far as, you know, who's going to, who's going to want to come and just cook to cook the food for the weddings Um, because they're really they're they're not really cooking too many hours Um, but um, you know it'd probably be a little bit of both but uh, it's definitely something I'm going to have to have a big part of uh, like everything else and uh, that's just the way it goes with a small restaurant and you know expanding the catering bringing all this new stuff and running the business I mean, how do you balance it out? I mean, you're married, you have three kids, you have a newborn now. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you balance out work and life? <laughs> um, uh, I, honestly, that's uh, it's something I struggle with every day. Every day. Um, as far as uh, the word balance goes, uh, that's, that, that is not a, uh, a true statement. Uh, my <laughs> wife will attest to that one. Um, she is... Uh, She's at home with our kids 24-7, and, um, you know, I, I have to be at the business doing our thing. Um, uh, whoever decided to put a calendar on a phone and share it <laughs> is a genius. Yes. <laughs> because um, without that, she and I would um, be lost because um, we, schedule, we schedule, like, you know, my wife schedules grocery shopping. Like I know when she's going grocery shopping, so I have to be home with the kids. Um, you know, I schedule when I'm going to go get a haircut. It, it, it's just quite simply, we have to do that. Otherwise, um, we're just kind of chasing our tails, so to speak. So, um, you know, it is a, it, it's a battle every day, uh, especially with three kids. Um, but we get through it. And, you know, the biggest thing for us is um, communication and uh, she's been my best supporter throughout this. So we're just going to continue to uh, try to get better at it. And um, hopefully I can spend some time with my kids. But um, I knew going into this that, uh, and they don't know this except for my eight-year-old, but uh, they are going to grow up in the restaurant. So that's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they don't like it, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the best education happens in a the kitchen. There you uh, go. Yeah, well, and there's worse places to... To hang out as you're growing up, living in a restaurant, right. right? Especially if it's a family restaurant that your family is built, right? Right. I mean, I mean, Guinness behind the bar, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we are we are first and foremost a restaurant. First and foremost, a, a restaurant, um, and there's a pub there too. So mm. it's not like the, my kids are hanging out in a bar. So, no judgment. Yeah, uh, it's, it's Wisconsin. Well, I don't Definitely know what you're right. talking about my way growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a, a friend of mine 
Josh, who frequently, like, his wife travels a lot for work, so he's got their daughter with him a lot. And we've spent a few nights in the bar, and she is, like, the star of the, the pet, like, the whole room, because she's usually in there wearing, like, a tiara. Sure. And everybody loves her. She's the princess her. of the sure. pub. Yeah, exactly. I always That's tell fantastic. my... Uh, I tell my servers, especially when our one of our, our kids are there, if it's earlier in the day, I'll be like, hey, if you want extra tips, just grab one. <laughs> Welcome to the grab table. Grab a child. Grab a child. <laughs> Welcome, carry him around Welcome to the you. table. People love kids. Plus five tip bonus. There you go. <laughs> a server in training. But <laughs> friends of mine, they brought their three-day-old kid to Pitchfork Brewing right next door to you. And I'm sitting at the bar, and they had to go do something. Next thing I know, I'm holding a kid <laughs> with a pint in this hand, like, "Well, this is about as Wisconsin as as is." As there it you gets. go. I wouldn't <laughs> trust you with a full grown child. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised Gordon didn't start going. Well, you know, her mom died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more surprised that he didn't ask for like two pieces of bread and some mayo. <laughs> Knowing all that you do now, after you know two and a half years, almost three years of running mm-hmm. this business, yeah. if you had a chance to rub a magic lamp and go back and change something, would there be anything? Um, <laughs> yes, I would say so. I mean, um, I would do a lot more research into how I could have been more prepared and ready for for things um because um like i said i'm still learning and i'm still trying to get a hang of it but uh i would say no also because um you know it it, it, it's been a great uh learning experience for me and um you know it's something that uh i look forward to every day and um i don't think a lot of people um go to their jobs looking forward to them unfortunately you hear that, but um, I do. So, and if there's anyone out there listening that they're looking at starting their own restaurant or buying you know, a restaurant like you did, I mm-hmm. mean, do you have any advice for them? Um, ask questions and then ask more questions. <laughs> um, find out, um, you know, find out from yourself why do you want to do this. Um, if you want to do this because it's fun and you, or I guess if you think it's fun and it's party, um, it's not, <laughs> it's not at all. Um, you know, people, uh, you know, ask me or say like, Oh, it must be fun. You have, you know, you can have a drink whenever you want. And I just, uh, the answer I give them makes them kind of look at me kind of like, well, what are you talking about? And it's honest. Um, you know, I, I really, I really don't drink when I'm there. Um, my thought is, I buy the alcohol once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to sell it to other people. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess my pe- biggest piece of advice would be, you know, ask questions and ask more, and then uh, you know, find out why you really want to do this because it is a hell of a lot of work. So it's not just like cheers every night. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, uh, I, you, you could tell people, but until they saw it, they would never understand. Um, they're about ninety percent of the job is when you're closed. Uh, when you're open, that's the easy part. You're just bringing food and drinks to people and talking. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the upkeep, the everything else is what people don't see and, you know, they shouldn't see it anyway, but that's just part of the deal. Mm-hmm. So the grass is not greener, would you say, or is it greener on you the got, other side? You have to make it look greener. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say, I would say uh, it's greener because um, um, my wife and I talk all the time. Um, if I would have a quote-unquote normal nine-to-five job, um, you know, like tomorrow morning, um, I get to... Uh, I get 90 minutes with my daughter, just she and I, my newborn daughter, every week. Um, I wouldn't be able to do that if I had a normal job. So there's things. Um, you know, if my wife and I want to go out for lunch, uh, we can do that. If I had a normal job, I wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely is, um, but uh, it always seems to be greener further down the road. So <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> okay. Ben, Casey, do you guys have any other questions? I just want to go to the bar. I kind of <laughs> just want yeah, food. Guinness. So, yeah. can I just add? Yeah, one absolutely. Thing? So, um, we added uh, a couple months ago. We actually we started for those who are listening that are local. I guess um, we started a happy hour. Um, Patty Ryan's hasn't done a happy hour in years for whatever reason, um, and we started a happy hour. Uh, it's a simple happy hour. It's five dollars. Everything is five dollars on the happy hour menu: drinks, cocktails, wine. Uh, some appetizers. We have mini pizzas, burgers, um, two different kinds of cheese curds. We have chicken tenders. Um, basically, anything you're looking for from three to six, and from nine until we feel like we don't want to be there anymore and kick you out um, Monday to Friday. So uh, we've started that, and then uh, on Thursday and Fridays, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for lunch, we have a pick two for nine dollars and twenty five cents. It is uh, like half sandwiches, cups of soup, salad, some lighter things. So um, just a little shameless plug there <laughs> on for some new things we're doing. Absolutely. And where can people find you? <clears throat> uh, you can find us. Um, we are off of exit four on I-94. We are on the north side of the highway. Uh, there's two strip malls. We are on the, uh, we are in the strip mall closest to I-94. So you get off 94 and you're going to go north and instead of turning right into the truck stop turn left and drive until you feel like you're driving down in the woods <laughs> and we're down there um we also we're at pattyryans.com um we are also on facebook like us there because we post our weekend specials daily specials on there um i'm very uh computer illiterate so i'm going to be researching instagram here soon and figuring that out um it's a rabbit hole <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. Perfect. Well, thanks again for coming down to the studio, Kirk, and taking time out of your evening. And for those of you listening, you can find this show at BlindNinjaStudios.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and CastBox. You can also watch live recordings and join our conversations on Twitch as twitch.tv slash rulesofthearena. To keep up to date on new episodes and who's coming on the show, make sure to give me a like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Rules of the Arena podcast. And last but not least, the show is supported by fans like you. It really helps me out every time you guys listen and download the show. It'll really help me out if you can go give us a rating on iTunes, preferably a five-star. really bumps us up the, up the ladder on there. And if you don't think I earned a five-star review, go ahead and... Go ahead and you can shoot me an email and talk to me directly, roapodcast at info at gmail.com. 
And if you want to support the show directly, please go to patreon.com slash rules of the arena. Just a little tip jar I have set up there, and all I ask is just a buck a show. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time.